Arizona Sports, the home of Phoenix Suns basketball. Suns playoff coverage presented by Michelob Ultra. Burns and Gambo talk Suns nuggets now. And now it is on to round two for the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. Best of seven Western Conference semifinals. And it begins on Saturday with game one in Denver. Game two is on Monday in Denver. Then, and the basketball gods treated the Suns well on this one. A nice little break in between games two and games three so they can rest up after all these minutes they're playing. Game three is on Friday. Game four is on Sunday of next week here in the Valley. And joining us right now on the Arizona Sports Line from our sister station in Denver, Jake Shapiro. He is Denver sports analyst who covers primarily the Nuggets. And he joins us here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Jake, I'm Dave. This is Gambo. Welcome to the show, man. How you doing? Good, guys. I'm, I'm looking forward to maybe getting some more sun down there. We'll see uh, if, if it breaks right for me, if I can get out of the cold. It snowed last night, and I am done with it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> we're hitting 100 this weekend, yeah, we so hit come on down. You know, we're, we're doing a show outside tomorrow for the Cardinals draft, and it's going to be 97 degrees outside. <laughs> I'll switch with you. We'll yeah. switch. Come on down. Have all the sunshine you want, Jake. We're going to have a crap ton of it for the next four months. Go for it, man. Hey. Awesome. Well, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Now, I was going to say, first of all, before we talk Suns Nuggets, what did you hear about that incident with Anthony Edwards that happened after the game last night? Well, it's funny. The Timberwolves actually just released a statement four minutes ago, and uh, I'm talking with my newsroom right now on the side. Quote, we are aware of the alleged incident regarding Anthony Edwards following Game 5 in Denver, and we are in the process of gathering more information. We have no further comment. I, however, have the actual police report the citation that the police gave to me where Anthony Edwards has been charged for two different cases of third degree assault, a misdemeanor charge here in Colorado. Edwards, after he missed what would have been the game time shot in the game to put it into overtime, ran straight off the court, didn't do the shaking of hands or anything. And while in the tunnel, appeared to have thrown a folding chair and hit two different female employees uh, who were both injured, neither seriously. Wow. Wow, sad. Yeah. It's a sad situation for those people that got hurt. And I understand letting off some steam after you're frustrated. But, I mean, you can't do that around other people. I, let me, do you feel like the, because here with the Sun, we call the Clippers cockroaches. Like, they just would not go away. No Kawhi, no Paul George. Every game was a nail biter. The Suns had to play all their starters 40 something minutes every game. It was incredible how hard the Clippers pushed the Suns. Did you kind of feel that way with the T Wolves in many of those games? Even last night, I was watching the end of that game these games came right down to the wire honestly no uh this was about as easy of a series as i thought we'd get with the nuggets they probably should have closed it out in four in a sweep had they not had such a poor shooting night and if Nikola Jokic just hits one free throw and if mike conley's bank isn't open on a sunday like it isn't for the rest of us so this could have easily been a sweep gentlemen um and games one and two were pretty much blowouts except for the third quarter of game two. Game three was about as easy of a road win as you're ever going to get in the NBA playoffs. So uh, game four was a lot tighter, or, and, and game five was a lot tighter. And it seemed like the Timberwolves figured some things out throughout the course of the series. But overall, I think it was a good little five-game gentleman sweep of the Nuggets. Nobody got hurt. They tried some things out, didn't show their hands. 
uh, and they've saved some cards for some things that they're going to use against the Suns. Jake Shapiro, who covers the Nuggets for Denver Sports, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. It was uh, We haven't played it yet. I'll play it a little later on in our show. We have about 60 seconds worth of sound from Nikola Jokic after last night's game in which he is just praising the Suns up and down. They're the best this or the best that. They're the probably favorite to win the title, etc., etc. Is that kill him with kindness, or do you think that's sincerely how Jokic feels about the Suns? You know what's so funny? You mentioned that. I asked the follow-up question right after that, which was, do you care or want to get revenge at all for getting knocked out by the Suns two years ago? One word back, no. So he uh, does not think like that, guys. He doesn't think like um, in the way of like, you know, all the way the other NBA players and revenge and these great narratives and all these stories. He doesn't care. He shows up to work. He clocks in, clocks out, has his lunch pail. Like, he's just a dude that does this for his job. His number one passion in life is horse racing. Yes, he loves basketball, but this isn't like some huge thing to him. Um, so when he talks about the in-depth nature of the Suns and how he knows them and how he interprets them, that's from him doing all the scouting and him playing them before. He realizes it. Like, Nikola Jokic here in Denver, we compare him to a supercomputer because the way he processes a basketball game and all the information that's going on is just at insane speed. So I'm not surprised that he could rattle off everything that, you know, any real person could know about the Suns just at a moment's notice. How do you think, okay, so it's been two years since Suns and the Nuggets played in that Suns in four series. Obviously, the Nuggets get Jamal Murray back. Obviously, the Suns have added Kevin Durant. Certainly, there have been other changes. I don't want to say that the, that, that that is it. But from your mind, other than the mere fact that Denver has home court advantage in this series, what has Denver in a better position to be able to compete with the Suns this time around, especially given that they're the top seed in the West right now? I think the number one thing going back to that series is the Nuggets didn't have any spacing in that series, and nor did they against the Warriors a year later. You had guys like Marcus Howard, who's out of the league, Facundo Campazzo, who's out of the league, playing serious minutes at the guard spot for the Denver Nuggets. And in addition to the lack of spacing, you had three awesome wings for the Phoenix Suns, uh, in Jay Crowder, Mikel Bridges, and Cam Johnson just using their lengths to clog the passing lanes. And DeAndre Ayton is so mobile for how strong he is that he can wall up Nikola Jokic a little bit. DeAndre's done just about as good of a job as anyone has on the back-to-back MVP. Now, all of the things I've said are completely irrelevant going into this series. Those three wings are gone, as you guys know. The Nuggets are one of the best three-point shooting teams in the NBA. Their guard rotation now includes Jamal Murray, who's a near-all-star player who we've all seen go off for 40 and 50 points. Bruce Brown's a really valuable piece for this team and was probably their second-best player tonight, uh, uh, last night off the bench. Contavious Caldwell-Pope, the guy who's won a championship and, and is an elite three-point shooter. Michael Porter Jr.'s shooting 92.5% effective field goal in the fourth quarter through the five games of the playoffs so far. So this is an elite shooting team. These teams are going to be shootouts. And I think the other thing that doesn't get talked a lot with the Suns is they don't get to the rim a lot, and they also don't have a lot of rim protection. The Nuggets are a really good rebounding team and own the paint on offense. That's where they make their money. So 
that's where I'm going to see this series one, guys, is how can the Nuggets space and then take advantage of that to get inside? You see, I think the uh, I think the team that could beat the Suns is teams that could match up defensively. Denver's got a lot of size. They got a lot of size. You know, especially when you add, you know, uh, KCP and you look, you look how big Murray is compared to Chris Paul. I, and you look at the Nuggets metrics defensively, and I don't buy them because Jokic overall is not a good defensive player. But I think that Aaron Gordon is one of the best at his position in the league. I think that Brown is a terrific defensive player. And I think you've got a lot of size. So I think that the Nuggets are better defensively than people give them credit for. Yeah, they were the third best defense in the clutch. Five minutes or less game within a couple possessions over the course of the regular season. So they were awesome when they flipped that switch and engaged late in games. And they've shown through the course of the playoffs when they really cared so far in games one and two, they won the first six quarters of the series. And then again in game six or game three uh, through those couple quarters, they were really good on defense. And as you mentioned, it's Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon is the X factor in this series. He's the guy most likely that's going to guard Kevin Durant. He's going to offer a lot of the Nuggets rim protection because Nikola Jokic traditionally doesn't offer rim protection. He more stops people from getting to the rim further away from the paint because he does have good hands and he is a little bit more mobile even without his athleticism. So I think the Nuggets are in a lot better position to defend all the pick and rolls they're going to see from the Phoenix Suns, which they just got toasted by in seasons past. And I know when the Nuggets beat the Phoenix Suns on Christmas Day, that was a huge demon they played off their back. Like that was a really big deal for the Nuggets. Is there, cause you're going to have to switch a lot because there are times you're going to have to trap Devin Booker and double him and try to get the balls. Because he's playing at a level, he's got more points per game than anybody in the entire playoffs. He's playing at a level that's even different than what you guys saw two years ago when you played him. How would the Nuggets, as far as a switching defense and when they have to get into rotations, because against Phoenix, when you've got, you, you know, when you've got to try to, you, you can't go single coverage on everybody, on everybody. How are they going to do that if they forced to double and trap book and this is an interesting question because the Nuggets simply refused to double or trap Anthony Edwards until the fourth quarter of game five in this series they just didn't want to show that look I didn't think they wanted wanted that on tape and Anthony Edwards toasted the Nuggets he, he just was too big for Contavious Caldwell Pope and a little too mobile for Anthony or uh, for Aaron Gordon so I think the Nuggets actually match up a little bit better with Phoenix obviously there's a a lot more talent on the Suns, but you're going to see the Nuggets try to double, have Nikola Jokic meet the screener at the level with some backside rotations. And the Nuggets' rotations in this Timberwolves series, when these guys were locked in, were flawless. And a name you guys are going to want to watch for is Christian Brown, the rookie out of Kansas who won a title last year. Yeah, he shoot. He, he is a great shooter. He comes up clutch. He makes winning plays. And he is going to be a point of attack defender and a backside helper for the Nuggets. He will probably play a lot more minutes similar to what Jeff Green did against the Timberwolves because the Nuggets had to match that size. So I'm going to be interested in what happens when Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Kevin Durant are all on the floor at the same time. Because you have KCP for one, you have Aaron Gordon for another. Is Porter or is Murray going to guard one of those guys? Or are you going to try and stagger and get Christian Brown out there, Bruce Brown, or maybe even a guy you guys saw in Phoenix and Peyton Watson, who's a great friend of Kevin Durant, and he's a rookie. He's only played 75 minutes in the regular season, but 
he was really good against Phoenix in the two games towards the end of the year. All right, really good stuff, Jake. We appreciate the time, as always. Uh, if we see you down here, we'll bring you some of that sunshine, okay? Yeah, I was thinking about dressing up as the Suns and Four guy, but like Nuggets squad oh. and seeing what happens, you know? Man, <laughs> careful. I wouldn't careful. recommend it. I don't know if I'd go touching that third rail around here, Jake. I don't know if I'd do that or not. <laughs> appreciate it, man. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me.